0: In this episode of the Florey Stroke podcast, I'm here today with Lillian Carvalho, a PhD student in the stroke theme at the Florey Institute of Neuroscience and Mental Health. I'm Tessa Marshall, and this is Scientists of Stroke by Florey Stroke. Welcome to Scientists of Stroke by Florey Stroke where we discover how researchers at the Florey Institute are working to prevent stroke and reduce the impact of strokes. You can follow us on Twitter at Florey Stroke and find us on Facebook at Florey Stroke. Hi, Lillian. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So just to start off with, could you tell us a little bit about what your research is about? Yeah, sure.
1: So imagine that someone in your family or a close friend just had a stroke and they are in the hospital. You would probably think that they should be standing up and sitting and exercising as soon as possible, right? But actually, this is not really true, because we don't really know what is the best time for them to start mobilization and to start being out of bed and standing during the first hours after a stroke. Professor Jolie Bernhardt ran this big trial, which is the AVOIRT trial, which they tested the efficacy of very early mobilization starting within 24 hours after stroke compared to usual care in the hospital. And the results were quite unexpected because they showed that intense, very early mobilisation starting in the first day after the stroke was associated with a reduction in the odds of a favourable functional outcome at three
0: months. So what you're saying is that if you get people to be really active and mobilise a lot in the first 24 hours after they've had a stroke, this AVERT trial showed that wasn't a good thing? Yeah, that was not a good thing. Okay. Probably,
1: we don't know why. That's what people are doing here. They're studying to understand why that happened. And that might be probably because a specific uh, group of patients, which we think are those that still have a clot blocking the flow to the brain, might not benefit of this intervention starting too early because we don't know if when they are being mobilized, when they are standing up, if that can impair the blood flow to the brain. And that's what my research is about.
0: So if someone still has a clot or some other structure that's stopping them from getting enough blood to their brain, you think that it might be that that's causing these poorer outcomes when you get people really active? That's a possible reason. Mm -hmm. We don't know
1: yet. We already know from previous studies that those that still have a clot blocking the flow to the brain, or they have a severe stenosis in one of the large arteries that supply blood flow to the brain, they are at a higher risk for having another stroke in the future. And we also know that normal people have this auto-regulatory system in which we try to keep blood flow to the brain, even though we have changes in our systemic pressure. And for stroke patients, we know that that doesn't work well. So that's why we think that if these patients stay for longer periods of time, standing and sitting, that might be a bad thing for the brain in the first hours of stroke. We know that exercise is good but we don't really know what are the consequences in the first
0: hours. So it might be that when you're standing and sitting and doing lots of movement and your blood pressure is fluctuating with that, the brain after stroke can't regulate the changes as much as
1: it normally would be able to. Exactly. And that could be causing damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that happens for stroke patients in general. We know that the system is not really working, but for patients that have a clot or have this severe stenosis, that might be more harmful. In my research, we are we are using a device which is called transcranial Doppler ultrasound, and we can reach the arteries inside the brain through a small space up to the ears, and we can measure the velocity inside the brain. We put this headset, and we measure the velocity when patients are laying down, and then we move the head of the bed a few times until the patient is sitting or is standing to see if there is a difference when they are standing or when they're lying down.
0: So you'll be able to see with these patients. So are these patients who are within 24 hours of stroke? Uh,
1: For my study, we're including within 48 hours. We try to include as soon as possible, but we're including within two days. So
0: you have to rush out and put this headset on them and then see if the blood flow is faster or slower when you sit up versus standing down. Yeah, that's... Exactly. Yeah. And how will that help you to know more about this mobilization and exercise and how that affects
1: uh, stroke recovery? Depending on the results, I think that will probably change a little bit how we approach these patients. I think so. For this specific group of patients, maybe it's not a better. It's not really good for them to start mobilization so early after stroke. So I think th- it will guide. I think, future research. So what inspired you to pursue stroke research specifically? Uh, I am a doctor, so I'm a rehab specialist. And stroke was a main part of it. But I worked more with people in the chronic phase because I'm from Brazil and probably in low-income countries. Patients take a lot of time to come to rehabilitation centres. If we can work, I think, in the beginning after stroke, they can have a much better outcome
0: fantastic <laughs> oh, well well done on thank you <laughs> do you have any advice for undergraduates or perhaps other doctors or medical students who are thinking about research
1: i would say first that they should do some kind of internship something like that then you can have an idea if you like or not because doing master's or a PhD, I don't think that is for everybody. It's quite rewarding, but it's a lot of work.
0: Well, thanks for talking to me, Lillian. Thank you, Tessa. Really fantastic <laughs> to hear about all your research, and I hope it all goes well. Thanks for joining our conversation with Lillian about mobilising early after stroke. I'm your host, Tessa Marshall. To hear more about Lillian's work and about other stroke research at the Flory, check out our other episodes on Podbean. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Flory Stroke.